0: fellow listeners as always i'm thrilled to have you here listening to episode 20 of is this actually healthy this is juliana your host i must say it feels rewarding to reach this small milestone for my budding hobby as a podcaster i started this show back in october over halloween weekend i remember spending weeks feverishly putting everything together and jotting down ideas in a notebook because even before i recorded a single episode I was so excited to start this project and see where it would take me. So here I am over three months later when so many things in my life have changed. I'm taking on my PhD full force right now, and it really absorbs my focus, but I'm also passionate about nutritious and or nutrition and a fitness first lifestyle. So no matter how busy I get, I still make time to script these episodes and record them so I can bring the knowledge I've gained over the years to your ears. For today's episode, I'm carrying on with the eating out theme I started last week. Last episode was all about fast food and how we can make better choices when we decide to indulge. Well, just doing better when eating out is difficult if you're not attuned to it. But there's another big thing that might be tripping you up. That is the fact that you may be selecting what you think are healthier restaurants, but these are in reality a wolf in sheep's clothing. In fact, you're made to believe they're healthier than other fast food proprietors. It's easy in our minds to fix it on the quick and easy solution and generically think, oh yeah, I really kicked off my new diet plan this month. Instead of going to the drive through for X fast food restaurant five days a week, now I'm going to this other place. This will definitely help me lose weight. Problem solved. Well, it could help your problem if you're actually ordering something with a distinguishable difference in calories and nutritional value than your usual but if not you may just be contenting yourself because you're eating at a healthier restaurant you're thinking okay i will i ordered a better meal and you don't think too much of it unfortunately because fast food is fast food It's all too easy to order cringingly unhealthy meals, even at places that are marketed to be lifeboats bobbing in the sea of temptation. I'm going to discuss one of my favorite examples. Not only is this place touted as one of the gold star healthy places to grab fast food, but I personally know a lot about it because I worked there off and on during my college years. I probably don't have to describe to you the far-reaching influence of Subway restaurants across the globe. Even moving here to Australia, I see them just as commonly as in the U.S. And I guarantee that even if you don't eat at this place, you see them everywhere. The fact that eating at Subway or any other known healthy restaurant, it does not guarantee that you're making a healthy choice there. Have you heard about the Subway diet? I do have to go into this because this is very intriguing. You may have heard of the Subway diet as a health fad, which was created and popularized in 2004 by Jared Fogel, who claimed that he lost over 245 pounds in one year by eating sandwiches from the Subway chain. Can you really just eat at a fast food restaurant and lose weight? Why not everyone just go out and do this? You get to eat fast food every day and magically lose weight... Although, if it were as simple as choosing to eat at Subway for lunch every day instead of another fast food restaurant, and then you can watch the pounds melt off, we wouldn't need any more episodes of this show. The caveat with this diet is that um, when I did a little research on it, it's not just eating at Subway and losing weight. In fact, it's a very highly regulated fad diet. The Subway diet includes having coffee for breakfast, a 6-inch turkey sandwich with a diet soda and chips or pretzels for lunch, and a 12-inch vegetable sandwich for dinner, again with a diet soda and chips or pretzels. This is very specific and pretty much takes away all the freedom of a normal, sane diet. And yeah, there's plenty of evidence out there showing that this diet, as another fad, just usually ends in failure anyway. The Subway diet is an extreme example of how health health claims have been attached to certain restaurants. The problem is that people are brainwashed to walk into Subway and think they can order anything here because it's health approved. This is where the people go for a feel-good fast food experience. After all, they have fresh fit options and have the slogan eat fresh pasted on the deli glass. Now don't get me wrong, Subway can certainly be a very healthy choice, but it all depends on what you order. Not every sandwich or ways that you customize the sandwich are ideal. Don't think that you can order any old thing, skip the veggies, and still end up with something suitable at the end. The biggest problem is that people get into the delusion that just because their food has a sprinkling of vegetables on it, it gets an A+, when in fact the base of the sandwich and the additives to it counterbalance the gains that you can get from a handful of lettuce. You can progress down the sandwich line and end up with something progressively unhealthy by the time they bag it up. Ordering one of the other premium subs, even just a 6-inch, could instantly start you off with 400-500 calories. And this does not include the calories from the cheese or the sauce or other additions to the sub. And especially bypass the tuna and the fatty BMT or spicy Italian. Just a quick tip, the tuna is not a healthy go-to. I know first fa- firsthand how much full-fat mayo is used to make it. Subway has a fresh-fit menu with a list of lower-calorie sandwich options, so the calorie conscious should at least try to start here. Anyway, it doesn't matter greatly what base you start with for this hypothetical scenario. What I've seen countless people do is add more calories to the sub than what is quoted on the menu board. For example, if you order a 6-inch turkey sub, you may be starting with 280 calories. But let's say you get the herb and cheese bread instead of the white or the wheat. And maybe you add extra cheese, or bacon. And then you toss on a few veggies, and then add mayo or ranch. Maybe you even ask for extra sauce, as most people I've noticed tend to do. Suddenly the sandwich is not the same as the one on the menu board anymore. If you order a foot long, you could be multiplying this margin of error simply because you have more food in the deli wrap. You got the six inch or the foot long, and in your head, you're still satisfied you did good. Which, maybe you did do good compared to something you would have got in another restaurant. After all, you had the option to grab a bag of chips instead of french fries. And maybe you even went with the uh, diet soda or the water instead of the regular soda or the sweet tea. But let's point out just one thing. Is a bag of fried potato chips healthy just because it came from a healthy restaurant? If this was in your cabinet at home, would you rank it on the same degree of healthiness on your scale? Or do you happily just go with this option knowing it's better than the french fries you could have got elsewhere? Your safe bet, if you're going to get any chips at all, is to go with a bag of the baked chips and save some of the fat and calories. I ate at Subway all the time when I worked there, and as the vegan nutritionist, Um, I would order the wheat flatbread, pile on the veggies, go with the low-calorie, dairy-free sauces, and I always end up with something that I myself was comfortable eating. So don't think I'm telling you not to eat at a place like Subway. As always, I advise you to consider what options you do make when you eat here, and don't fall into the healthy marketing schemes. Like any corporate food giant, their priorities are your money, not your health. They're not there to hold your hand and make sure you're eating fresh as the slogan suggests. That's totally up to you. Besides Subway, there are other restaurants, either chain or local, that may stand out to you as being healthy restaurants, or they're heavily marketed that way. So just make sure you aren't falling into a false sense of security and that you can walk through the doors and do no wrongs with your order. Even Subway can be an obstacle, so you always have to be accountable for your choices, especially with fast food that sabotages so many people on nutrition plans worldwide. I don't recommend to myself or any of you to go and eat Subway every day because despite what you order, you probably could still pack a smaller portion and lower calorie lunch if you brought it from home. And you get more variety that way and you're more conscious of what you're uh, bringing with you. Always treat eating out like a treat rather than an everyday dependence. And don't just choose a restaurant like Subway with the mindset of, well, at least it's better than that other fast food joint. Settle for fast food when it suits you, but don't settle for it every single day. Thank you all for tuning in today. It's been a pleasure sharing with you firsthand what I've learned working at Subway and in fast food in general, and how it has structured my thoughts on how to select healthy, suitable fast food options. The next time you eat here, or if you do eat at Subway at all, I hope my words ring in your ears and that you walk out with a satisfying meal. With that, you all enjoy the rest of your day or night. Please check out my Instagram if you haven't already. Just search the username Is this actually healthy with no spaces. If you visit the homepage for my podcast and Instagram, you can find a link to my new website where you can also access all my episodes and subscribe for more. Your support drives me to do this show, as you already know, and I will see you again soon.